What is up, legends? Greg Newing here, and welcome to the Spinning Yarns podcast, where I'm going to be spinning yarns and telling some awesome short stories that are relevant to the lessons that life is trying to teach you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Spinning Yarns podcast. I'm so glad you're enjoying the podcast um, and the short stories that I'm sharing. And today, I've actually got a bit of a story that leads into a story. So, literally, days before, no, a day before New Zealand went into the level four lockdown for the coronavirus quarantine, we had a trampoline delivered to our house. And it's been an excellent way to get the kids out of the house uh, for a couple of hours each day. They love playing on it. They love practicing new moves and and new tricks. And uh, we also play a game called poison ball together where you you place two balls on the tramp it's got one of those one of those nets sort of around the tramp to stop the balls from bouncing out so we play something called poison ball where if the ball hits you um, then basically you lose a life and you go up to 10 lives but I was playing on the tramp earlier with my with my son Royce um, we've got two kids Royce and Nio um, Tori's currently pregnant as well my wife so Royce and I were, we were bouncing on the tramp and I wanted to show him something cool. So I was thinking about, you know, what, what did we do back in the day? What did we do back in our day when we were playing on the tramp, me and my two brothers? And they've already seen the backflip. They've already seen the forward flip. So what can I do that'll be really cool? So I remembered a, a, a trick we used to do where you'd flip, land on your back and then bounce and do another flip. Um, and I thought, oh man, he's going to love this. So I said, watch this. So I, I, I attempted to do the, I, I did the first flip, landed on my back and I went to do the second flip and I chickened out. I didn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I said, oh man, it's a lot scarier than I, than I remembered. And he goes, let me try. And I thought, oh yeah, okay, here we go. You know, Royce is, Royce is literally only just, this is his first trampoline. Um, he's been to um, some of the trampoline places a couple of times, but just to bounce around, he doesn't know any tricks. Um, he he barely knew how to do, you know, a stomach or a back, you know, landing on your stomach or your back. And now he wants to do a forward flip into another forward flip. And I thought, okay, well, at least he's given it a go. And he goes he goes and does the first forward flip, which I'd already taught him up at that point. And he does the and he goes up and he does the first forward flip, comes down, lands on his back, and it's almost perfect. And I thought. He might get this. And he comes up and he he sort of tucks his head. He doesn't look like he's quite going to make the flip, but he does. And his body gets over. He makes the second flip, lands on his back and comes and he stands up and he's looking around like, oh, what just happened? He did it. And um, it's that was it was really, really impressive. Really impressive. And then right afterwards... I I thought, you know, I can't let this nine-year-old beat me. I can't let him beat me. So I got back. I said, stand on the side, get out of the way. And I had to do it. So I did it. And um, that second flip, I just thought, I've got to just give it my all. Um, and I did, you know, and, and I made the second flip this time. So after doing that, it reminded me of the Roger Bannister story. And so I wanted to share that story today on the podcast 
Now, it's a very well-known story in, uh, in the sporting industry, but basically Roger Bannister in the early 1950s, was a, he was a high-level middle-distance runner. And at that time, no one before him had, had ever run a mile in under four minutes. They'd gotten close. People had gotten close. They actually had, nine years earlier, um, in, in the early 40s, uh, someone ran the mile in four minutes and one second. And that was the standing record. Now the experts were saying that that was the limit. That they'd finally reached the limit that the human body was capable of reaching. And that 4 minutes 01 was the fastest that you could possibly run the race. This is what experts were saying. And they said, they were saying long before this record was set, that you could never run a mile in under 4 minutes. That it was physically and logically impossible. But there were a lot of people that wanted to prove them wrong. And on the 6th of May, 1954, Roger Bannister set out to do just that. Now, a mile is four laps around the track. So, they knew that if they were to beat the four-minute mile, you had to run each lap in under one minute. Now, as the race started, Roger easily slipped into second place and he trailed right behind the leader the whole way around the first lap. And when they had completed the first lap, he saw that they had, it, it, it only took them 57 seconds. Sorry, 58 seconds. And they went around the second lap and the time was 1 minute 58 seconds. So that second lap took exactly a minute. And when Roger recounted these first couple of laps, he mentioned that he, he was in this place of almost complete mind over matter, that his, his legs were fine, everything felt fine. He felt, in fact, that he might, might have been going too slow, so he was, he was calling out to the, man, the person in front of him, faster, faster. After the third lap, they came around and the time was now 3 minutes and 1 second. So that lap had taken a little bit longer. It took a minute and three seconds. So he had some catching up to do. But he knew this was it, that this was his chance. He felt good. He felt like, and he knew that this was going to be his moment. So on this final lap, he gave it everything he had. And he ran past the leader as though the leader was standing still. Just ran straight past him. He gave that final lap everything he had. He put all his energy into it. And as he crossed the finish line, he, he sort of leaped over the line. And without hearing the time, he knew he had done it. And when the timekeeper called out the time, he said three minutes. And after he said three minutes, the crowd went wild. They didn't even stop to listen um, to what that second number was. But it was three minutes, 59 seconds and 0.4. Roger Bannister was the first man in the world to break the four-minute mile. An outstanding feat, to say the least. A moment in time that the world thought that it would never see, but that Roger had already visualized. But here is where the story gets interesting, because after Roger did it, 
a strange phenomenon began to occur. Someone else did it. Now don't forget that no one in the history of the earth up to this point had ever run a mile in under four minutes. But now that Roger Bannister did it, other people began to do it too. And one by one, more and more runners put their name on that four minute mile. And now today, hundreds, if not thousands of people have run the mile in under four minutes. One of those being our New Zealand's very own uh, John Walker, who actually did it. He was the first man to do it in under three minutes and 50 seconds. But what we learn from the story is that the world and people will put their own perceived limitations on you. And that just because they haven't done it does not mean that you can't. That maybe, just maybe, you are the one to light that path of darkness for others. So guys, I hope you liked today's story. Today I thought I'd switch it up and, uh, and tell a real life story. And I really hope you enjoyed that. And if you did, feel free to use these stories to inspire others as well. And also, I'd, I'd, I'd appreciate it massively if, uh, if you went and supported the, pod, the, the podcast, the podcast um, by, by following or subscribing to it. That way you can hear even more of these um, inspiring stories. So anyway, bye for now. I'll see you on the next episode.